like I change my time schedule three times a week. Oh wow, that must be really hectic, though. <laughs> yeah, too. Hello guys, welcome to International Student Support's You Are Not Alone podcast. My name is Dima and I will be your host. In today's episode, we'll be speaking to Xinyuan from China about online learning. Hi everyone, today's podcast is going to be about um, online learning, um, specifically um, from an international student's point of view. Today we have a guest who will be sharing her experience with us, as well as um, my colleague Iman, who is also abroad. So hopefully um, whoever listens to this podcast relates to um, one of the stories or experiences each of our guests is going to share. So first, we're going to start with our guest introducing herself. So you can go ahead. Hello, everyone. I'm Anita Xu, and I'm currently my third year in Canada. I'm in IVHBA program, and my, my main focus is on finance and marketing industry. It's really nice to be here today. Thank you so much, Anita, for taking the time and joining us on today's podcast. Um, I just have like a quick question. So are you currently in Canada or abroad? Oh, yeah, I'm currently in China with a time difference of 13 hours. Wow. Okay, so I guess this topic is going to be more interesting now um, as like 13 hours is a huge gap. So we will, we will be getting like a really good experience from you. Yeah, okay, that's true. So with a like a very broad question, how are you finding online learning so far? Yeah, um, that's a good question. So in general, I find it went well for me. Um, I find the most important thing is just to have the right time schedule for yourself. Um, there are obli- obviously drawbacks for online classes that mm-hmm. I feel also feel isolated and not get to see my friends. Um, but I also got to connect with other virtual students. We get to set learning teams and have group chat um, to check in with each other weekly. I feel that will um, like relieve my loneliness. Amazing. Oh, yeah. I, I you, feel you see the isolation part as well because it's like you don't really know your professors, especially as like a first year for me. Like mm-hmm. you're kind of away, you don't really know everyone, but like you're just doing everything by yourself. So I I feel that a hundred percent. Yeah, but honestly, mm-hmm. like based on what you've just just told us, you seem to like have things under control and like you're actually like trying to make this a better experience for yourself. Um. So how many of your classes are? synchronous like are, are the majority synchronous or asynchronous yeah so um all of my classes are synchronous um ivy has a basic schedule whether um it's from eight to one or nine to two so like all of them are synchronous and i like um each class is 80 minutes okay and and, also- and, and like yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> sorry, this is, I guess, I hate one Zoom of- for that. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so, like, we have policies to turn our videos on uh, in, during the synchronous classes. And uh, I guess it's the same for the Western main campus that there are increased opportunities to have breakout rooms during classes. 
that's good and I feel like having these breakout rooms really like kind of encourage this um interaction with other students as well and it makes it feel more of like an in-person experience yeah that's true okay so based on your schedule um how how is your like your, your time like your sleeping schedule going with like the whole online learning and like you know just the way you've organized your time are you getting like enough sleep like talk to us more about like the 13 hour difference um and the way it affected your like sleep schedule yeah i'm so glad that you asked so um I have two set schedules. One is for daily life and one is for when I have 48 hour report. So the first one is that after my class end at one or two, which is one or two a.m. for me, um, I will stay for another one or two hours just to uh, get my things down for other after class discuss. And so I will get to sleep at 4 a.m. and I will have eight hours of sleep and get up the other day on 12. Um, so I just want to make sure that I have enough sleep so that my energy and effort will be at uh, the best level. Yeah. And then yeah. for the 48 hour report, because we have a group of six or five, so I want to make sure that the team efficacy will be maximized. So at that time I will like fully follow the EST schedule um, mm -hmm. just to make sure that my, like I can better coordinate with my teammates. Um, but another point for international student, like if you have similar group project, uh, it's okay to negotiate with your team partner. Like um, they, I, I find that they feel like they will understand that we are That's all going. Key, yeah. yeah. So like they're you're trying to say that they're cooperative when it comes to like um like discussing like the time difference and like they're super understanding with adjusting your time their times based on yours. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're res really respected that I'm doing this thing and like they really understand and sometimes they are willing to coordinate their time with mine. And it's just for me personally, I don't mind staying up late and like changing my time uh, real quick. So mm -hmm. so like um, has like sleeping late at like 4 a.m. in the morning, um, has it affected you in any way or like is getting the eight hours of sleep regardless of whether it's like from, you know, 4 a.m. to like 12 or like earlier um, is like, is that like enough for you? Like, do you find it like, do you find that your body has adjusted to that and like you're OK with it? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, my hair is falling because of this, but otherwise I feel pretty good. Like um, my thoughts are active after eight hours of sleep. So like that's adequate for me. Okay, so like you're always trying to make sure you get this eight hours of sleep, um, regardless of whether you sleep at like four or earlier, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. And also there are sometimes there are like info sessions and calls that will, um, uh, because this is not the time that I can manage. So sometimes it will mm -hmm. be like at uh, five or six. So then I will like have a two hour nap in between and then uh, have another six hours sleep afterwards. So I, I mean, like basically as long as you have eight hours of sleep, I, I will find that's good. It's, it's nice. It's amazing to see that you're not neglecting your sleep schedule and that even when you sleep for like six, you always make time for like a two hour nap because like at the end of the day, 
like getting um the right hours of like sleep is like super important for us to like fully function um i often find myself you know neglecting my sleep schedule and like sleeping really late and waking up like super early not getting the eight hours and then like you said my productivity levels really go down and then i think like i'm recently just discovering that okay like you you should get like for example 78 hours of sleep um as long as like it's giving like it's letting you be productive yeah that's so, really good it's good that you guys are taking care of yourself yeah i just wanted to ask you iman um oh. how are how are you managing your like sleep schedule and how is it working out for you with the eight hour time difference uh, honestly it's not too bad like compared to other people it's not as bad because I only have like two synchronous classes and like I pick them in like earlier in the day so for me I'd have it in the evening around so like my last synchronous class is like at 9 p.m so mm-hmm. it's not too bad I'm not sleeping too late um, I eventually do sleep at like 1 or 2 a.m max and then I, I get up pretty early and I like the time difference sometimes because it lets me work in the morning and like get some of that stuff done and then go to class. So it gives me that like grace time where like everyone's asleep. So I get like EST yeah. time. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Anita. <laughs> no, yeah. Can just, you relate to that? Sorry, what? I said, can you relate to that? To the fact that you can have like that grace yeah, time, yeah. like because of the time difference? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of nice. I, absolutely i sometimes love time difference because like you can take shift with your partner yeah more productive okay so basically like for the conclusion um i just like conclusion about um your sleep schedule obviously not the whole podcast um <laughs> has like has your sleep schedule changed or were you like um previously sleeping during this time and work- waking up during this time has it like changed it for you or it's something you've always been doing and like you're already adjusted to? Oh, uh, well, obviously it changed. I, I'm not a person that normally sleeps at three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's pretty challenging at the beginning, but then I feel like I have the ability to adjust. I mean, I, mean, I, I really appreciate the chance to stay with my family in China. Like I haven't yeah. been back here, so I feel like it's okay to adjust my time schedule. And um, as I said before, like my energy won't be affected just after the adequate time of sleep. So I mm-hmm. find it's okay. definitely. I really think that this was this this is like really helpful that you shared this. Honestly, like it even opened my eye. It opened my eyes, you know, in the sense that you know, just get your eight hours of sleep. Of course, like sleeping earlier is better, but like eventually, like as long as you're getting the eight hours of sleep, it's all that matters. So thank you for sharing that. Um, So is online learning causing you any sort of anxiety in any form? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just like you said, like you are talking to a camera and it feels like someone is looking at you. So Mm -hmm. there is a level of anxiety, like sometimes I don't know how to adjust my hand movements and because we need to turn our videos consistently on um like you, you just worry about that you might do some gestures that's suspicious or suspicious, like yeah not yeah suspicious or um, yeah like that's not sometimes 
like when you do an interview through Zoom, you you just be, become more anxious because you're afraid that you might do some un unintentional movements that's not appropriate. 100%. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. So it's, you start becoming like super anxious and like worried and stressed. And like this kind of like takes away from your focus on the exam, which is like, honestly, really annoying, but like, it is what it is, right? So <laughs> we have to like get used to this, at least for the meantime. Absolutely. Other than that, other than that, is there like any, like, are you feeling anxious about anything else? Um, like having the Zoom calls maybe like, because some people are not comfortable turning off, turning on their like camera, which is like completely fine. Maybe like, or like unmuting themselves. Does this make you feel like uncomfortable to a certain extent or anything like that? Mm -hmm. um, at, at the beginning, I'm not so used to like this kind of, you need to uh, consistently mute and unmute and uh, but like Ivy has the like they need to record all your contributions so I'm doing yeah, this with, uh, like a survival pressure <laughs> like you, <laughs> okay no grace um, so I I want to ask you like a question sorry to cut you off but I don't want to like move on from the point um would you have like like turned on turned on your camera or like contributed if it wasn't for grades or like it was it's basically just like the grades that has pushed you to do so well sort of like uh well it depends like yeah if there are classes that i'm really interested to uh i don't mind like turn my video mm -hmm. on to show that i'm more fo focused on this topic yeah. um, but other than that like it's also good to turn your video off sometimes just because you can like do some things at like at the meantime because um my class schedule is like we still have we still have class uh at 12 so i feel it's a like you can't get food at that appropriate time it's a, it's a yes. little bit annoying. yeah great point honestly a great point like i i can relate to that definitely um so yeah um one more quest like one of the many like few more questions we have so um, is there anything you think that the university should do other than what it's like doing so far to make your like online experience better like is there anything you say like i wish western did this rather than this and then your online experience would have like improved if they have done that so yeah that's a good one um well to start uh I feel it's good if they not use ProtoTrack. Uh, use Zoom is more human and more convenient. Um, and then just like I said, like uh, I don't know if it's the same for other countries, but like for China, there are certain restrictions um, to get that get access to uh, resources abroad. And I hope like Western can provide certain services based on that, um, based on like internet connections abroad. It, it will be great if they can provide technical support. Yeah, and um, other than that, I, I, I sort of look at uh, online services in Western campus. I feel that they are doing a great job on those uh, like transformation. Thank you. And um, um, what about you, Iman? Like, do you think or like feel that like Western should be doing something that it's not doing to make your online experience a better one? Mm, I think one of the main things is that 
I feel like people tend to forget that, oh, they're international students abroad as well, because there's so many events that happen Mm -hmm. that's like later in the day and stuff like that. And that gets so late for me or like other things like, like, oh, there's a career thing at this time. And it's like really late for me. So I can't come. So it's like things like this, where it's like, I just wish that they just knew like, oh, there's some international people abroad that have a time difference. So if you could just make it like one or two hours earlier, that'd be amazing. But other than that, I think like, at least for my profs and everything like that, they've made it like pretty good for international students and they've been really considerate. Hopefully um, they start, you know, taking the time difference more into consideration to make it better for like everyone. Um, yeah, and I just want to say thank you very much, um, Anita, for like sharing with us your experience and Iman as well. Everything you both shared with us was like very valuable and um, I'm pretty sure that um, someone out there listening to this podcast is going to relate to um, one of your experiences. So is there anything you would like to add or, you know, advice? We would love it if you give us like an advice you would give as an international student studying abroad that you would like to share with others. Yeah. um, So first, thank you so much for having me here. I'm also glad to hear experiences from other international students. And um, talking about advice, uh, I would say that um, it's always good to like not only relate to international students, but like also relate to the whole online experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always good to, I, I know like uh, at least I still experience there's a certain level of discrimination, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally. So it's also good to always like speak up to have voice for international students. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Anita, for sharing this. This is like super, super, super valuable because I, um, as an international student, have met many other international students as well. And some of them talk about this. And honestly, it really opened my eye to see that this actually is an issue. So it's amazing that you actually shared with us to like always speak up because I feel like sometimes people have to be reminded to speak up and like just like telling them to do so gives them the courage. And honestly, like, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much for like sharing that. And hopefully anyone who who experienced any sort of discrimination can like come up to the international student support, talk to us about it and like voice it out, I guess. So we can, you know, let them be heard in a way or another. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, what I'm about so you, Iman? I was actually yeah. going to do something similar to what Anita said, because I agree with Anita so much. Like, as an international student, don't be afraid to vocalize your needs and what, like, you need from, like, based on the time difference and anything, like, online, just because, like, it's difficult. It's difficult dealing with all of it. And sometimes it's hard to speak up about, like, what you need as well, just because other people aren't in the same position as you. But the only way that you'll actually be properly facilitated is if you speak up. So I definitely agree with Anita as well. Yeah, honestly, the fact that we all like have the same thoughts and like, you know, like kind of share the same opinion about this topic means that it's something that's happening. Oh, I think she got cut out. I'm sorry, guys, I have no clue what happened. Something must go wrong in every single Zoom meeting. Thank you guys so much for listening. 
special thanks to Xinyuan for giving up her valuable time to speak to us. We hope this podcast made you realize you are not alone. Join us tomorrow to hear about Abhishek's experience with life in Canada as an international student. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube.